Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Dan and Joe Sports Show. As always, I'm Dan. I'm Joe. Well, Joe, before we get into talking about the NFL draft, uh, at the same time the draft was going on, I was actually on my way up to Oxford to go uh, see a baseball series for the first time in five years. And it was so much fun. I mean, we went up there, uh, went up there Friday night, just kind of didn't didn't go to the baseball game on Friday or really go out, but saved up for Saturday. And it actually turned out really nice because they were having bad weather on Sunday. We got to go and see a doubleheader when they were playing South Carolina. And it was just a great, great series. We did the whole outfield thing, not in the student section because we're a little too old for that, but on the other side of the outfield. And I learned the way the pros do it, Joe. We got out there two hours before the game. I had a rental truck, and I was able to get us literally on those side uh, parking spots right across from the stadium. Nice, nice. What did you think about the attendance? Because everything that I've read and seen on TV, it seems like Oxford with the baseball stadium is almost like pre-COVID two years ago. I didn't really notice much of a difference, to be honest. I mean, I remember going to baseball games when I was a student there where I saw less people there than what I saw on Saturday. Yeah. And, I mean, where we were in the outfield, there was not an empty spot in the outfield anywhere. Yeah, it seems like it's just back to kind of the old uh, routine as far as attendance. And, you know, it's funny because, like, a lot of times you feel like if you have the same thing over and over again, it gets stale. But I'll say one of the things that was the best part about it to me is, like, there weren't any traditions that were different. It was all the things I remember. You still had peanut butter jelly time. You still had – whatever that love is gone song doing this thing, like, you know, all that kind of stuff. It was still there and it was fantastic. Like I say, it literally was completely the exact same as I remember that. Did Mike Bianco's a walk-up song change? I believe it was still elevator music. By that, I mean his breathing. (laughs) Because because, uh, those of you who've listened to us for a long time, know that back in the day when we were on Rebel Radio, we actually interviewed Mike Bianco once, and he said a sentence that to this day I still cannot believe I heard someone actually say, which was that he doesn't like music. Not that he doesn't like reggae or rap or rock or country. He doesn't like music in general. So we, we thought it would be a good idea to ask him what his, his, his walk-up song would be if he was going to be a batter walking to the plate, and his answer was that he didn't like music. And I guess maybe he doesn't have a soul. I'm not sure. (laughs) At one point, they were playing dead or alive when he walked, like, from the dugout to talk to a pitcher for a pitching change. Well, I think that's, that's like, what everybody looks at when they see Mike Miyake anyway. They're just nervous. He's kind of a scary dude. But it was it was a fun series. I mean, we uh, we swept South Carolina that weekend, and it was an important win for Ole Miss's chances at a regional because at that time Ole Miss was thirteen and South Carolina was fourteen. Now, what happened to A and M against A and M last weekend may invalidate that. I'm not sure how you weigh a sweep against the number fourteen team versus losing two out of three against an unranked team. That's kind of a little bit of a toss up there, but. You know, at least when I was there, they put themselves in that position. I'm hoping that maybe what you were talking about with the attendance being the way it is could actually cause uh, them to maybe want to have 
uh, a regional there just because you're going to get like an old school kind of attendance for it. The interesting thing about that, though, is going to be whether or not the NCAA caps the attendance at 50%, which they have talked about could be a possibility. I mean, uh, that wouldn't surprise me. I kind of think that's what you're going to see in sports this year. Because I don't think they're going to bring, like, you know, I think even when we get to college football season, you know, I was talking with my dad about that the other day because we were talking about going to that Auburn-Penn State football game. I don't think I'm going to get to see the full whiteout at Penn State, like what I want, but I'm thinking that maybe it'll be allowed up to 50%. Yeah, I think there's a good chance of that for sure. But, yeah, but it, it was it was a great experience. I mean, we were out there all day, and something else that I learned that was really cool is that if you do have a doubleheader – uh, you can go to the game, uh, leave when you want to, and let's say the doubleheader starts like an hour or two later, you can actually leave your stuff there and come mm-hmm. back to exactly where you were at if you have the tickets for it. Oh, nice. So that's now, super was it nice a seven-inning doubleheader? Was it seven innings or the full game, nine innings? They were full, they were full nine-inning games, yeah. So I think what we did is they won both the games relatively handily. I think the first one more so than the second one. Second one was pretty close. The first one was a pretty big victory, and we, like, left at the, you know, I think the end of the seventh inning or something to to go downtown for a little bit. And then we came back, and it was, like, the second inning of the next game and just went right back to where our seats were. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it was a great experience. I mean, we got to go hang out in the Grove. It was the same weekend as graduation weekend. And we got to literally go sit in the Grove and hang out. Like all of us were people that had gone to Ole Miss in some regard that were up there for it. So that was really cool to get to be in the Grove again, especially during graduation weekend. And we really just had a great time. Yeah, it hit me uh, the other day. It's been six years since we uh, finished up there. Oh, I know. And that, well, that was the craziest part to me is that, you know, there was a period of time that I lived up there after I graduated, but I hadn't been up there since I last lived up in Oxford. So that was really, it was really cool for me. Like, I remember as soon as we hit uh, Lafayette County, we started playing that that terrible God's Country song by Blake Shelton, just because it was like, turning to God's Country. <laughs> but it, it was really interesting. I'd be interested to tune into Rebel Radio if I was back there, just the 92.1 for nostalgia. I listened to it a little bit when we were there. Uh, it, it was oh, really? like, yeah, there weren't any talk shows that I was listening to, but it was uh, it was music channels. And remember, we, the one time I was listening to it, guy had some very interesting musical tastes. Interesting. But yeah, maybe we ought to like see if we can do like a guest show there sometime, just for like old times, like just uh, contact our old boss and do it. Yeah, but, that would be fun. But no, but it, it was it was it was a great weekend. And then we ended it uh, by waiting three hours to eat Big Brad breakfast, getting on the bus, and I was like, you know, that, that was, it was planning. I, I knew it. We, that's why we went there earlier in the morning, got on the bus, and did everything we wanted to do on Sunday before we got to have breakfast at Big Bad Breakfast. Because you know, if you know what that's like, uh, pretty much anytime there's a big kind of weekend there, you're going to be all waiting for a while. Yep, you be sitting outside there waiting. Absolutely. But the best part of the weekend, you know, ended up happening later is that while uh, I was waiting to, uh, while we were waiting for our Big Brad breakfast, we went to Square Books and I bought a John Currents uh, cookbook. And the other night I made some Korean barbecue wings from that cookbook. Dude, they were incredible. Awesome. Awesome. I know he's, you know, the, 
master chef in the Oxford area. Yeah, he is. And, uh, you know, I always, I always wanted one of his books, and that was a cool experience to get up there and get a signed book of his and square box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll go into the other sports, but I did want to let everybody know just how great it was to get to go back up and go to an Ole Miss baseball weekend, which in a lot of ways is almost more fun to me than a football weekend. Uh, you know, it's a little bit – it's a different atmosphere, but you almost have more fun. And for the most part, we're usually better at baseball. That's true. And the nationally relevant in that sport, and I'm sure for you too, you know, with everything we've been through in the pandemic – it was nice not just to go back to Oxford for nostalgia, but also to kind of see that semblance of normalcy too. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was nice to get to go back to an event that was, you know, like I said, more or less seemed like it was pretty much crowded out. And it wasn't like going to a football game where you had a quarter of tenants or whatever. And it just was weird. And, you know, this was an experience where, you know, I don't know whether people have been vaccinated or not. I have, but people were just hanging out without masks on. And there was a lot of people there. And it was kind of a nice it was a nice experience. You can see that. Were there were there any mask requirements like entering the stadium or anything like that? Okay, it was really weird. So you want to talk about um, about asinine uh, requirements that make no there's no way you can justify them to me medically or scientifically. Uh, you could you had to wear the mask when you left the seating area. But if you were in the seating area, you could take it off. And by that, I literally mean if you were in the outfield, anywhere you walked on the outfield, uh, you could not have the mask on. But when you entered the concourse, even if it was like 10 steps, you had to throw the mask on before you got to the bathroom. <laughs> it's like, all right, y'all. I mean, I guess you feel like you have to do something. but. Well, I went to – I don't know if I told you this. I did go to a Southern Miss baseball game this past Sunday on Mother's Day, and – Obviously, you know, the attendance is not comparable to the SEC, but they were not enforcing masks at all. Like, I remember everybody was just walking around like it was just a normal time. Well, I mean, I know they got rid of the the mask requirement in Alabama and in Mississippi, and I feel like now the only places you see the mask requirements for the most part is, obviously, if you're in a courthouse or something like that, but private business-wise, generally I've found it's only when you go to companies that are owned by either Northeastern companies or more specifically Seattle companies. Costco, you got to go wear masks. Starbucks, you got to wear masks. It's all the Seattle companies that make you still do that. Gotcha. That makes sense. But, you know, it, it was it was really great getting to see, uh, you know, old Stern Bianco without any love of music, trudging around the sidelines, uh, you know, seeing Ole Miss get the, the two wins and just getting to have the old experience again was really a lot of fun. Absolutely. And with that, we'll come back in our next segment and we'll talk a little bit about the NFL draft and some of the other stories that are uh, coming out of the NFL for the weekend we had. I want to thank all of our listeners and catch all of our old episodes on Spotify. Look up the Dana Joe Sports Show and you can see our full catalog of episodes in the last couple of years. And also like us on Facebook and then follow us on Twitter. Uh, you follow me at DJ Sports Show, and then Joe's got his own Twitter, which I believe is Joe at DJ Sports Show, where you can follow yes. him on that uh, there also. So uh, thank you for listening, and we'll be back in just a little bit. As always, I'm Dan. And I'm Joe.